This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. We're here. Hi. We're ready. Hi. We're doing this thing. Hi. It is Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. So let's taco about it. (laughs) Actually, you know what's so funny? My my son Jonathan was like, What are we having for dinner? And I said, Well, we're just going to have meatball subs. And he's like, But it's Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm like, I am spent on Taco Tuesday. Right? I am spent on Taco Tuesday. I did it every single day for like a year or every Tuesday for like a year. I don't want to see another taco right now. Right. Well, I get tacos on Thursdays usually because I'm out inspecting on Thursdays. So I'll usually stop and talk about, you know that. Yes. I'll like, I'll be on the phone with you. And, and I like, love it because I, I used to repeat your order as you were doing it. And you now you mute me. I know. Now order. I mute you because I'm like, I'd be like, what? what, what, what stop it. Stop that. <laughs> and you'd be like talking over me. So I'm just kind of spent out from it right now. So he was a little upset that we didn't do Taco Tuesday. Oh, he'll be fine. I got big news though. We both have big news actually. We both have big news. Oh, yes, we, we do. We both have big news. So, my big news is I picked a wedding venue. Yeah, Very, very excited about that. I cannot wait. The same place where Kira and Chris got married. It's yeah. lovely. It is beautiful. And you got a little wedding guy. I, I called Kira's the wedding Nazi. He did not like me. I did not like him. It was bad. Everybody's saying that. Well, this one's, her name is Pam. Oh. And she's going to help me. And they were really good. I was really nervous that. Um, oh, yeah. And everything's included. So. Well, yeah. Even my cake. But I didn't want them to do my cake. You wanted, because it goes through Bing. And yeah. I wanted Ariel to do it. Ariel's like my cake person. Yo. Her so. and Melissa Banning are like roll dogs. And they both bake their fucking ass off. Like the other day, Melissa Bannon fucking posted a shit ton of like fresh baked goddamn donuts. <laughs> and she's always making like these amazing meals. Yeah. And I'm like, when is there going to be like a collaboration between these two? And Ariel was like, I don't know. And Ariel is Chalu or Chala- Chayu. Chayu. And, <laughs> and, um, Melissa's banning. And I was like, Banaloo Bakery. Come on. Banaloo Bakery. And oh, Ariel my God. was like, the name is bagging me the fuck up. I was <laughs> like, well, uh, Chalaban sounded a little terroristic. <laughs> so, Chalaban. So we had to switch it up. Well, she has, um, Ariel actually sent me her new thing where it's, um, a cake artist and it's like, she's got like an actual card now and it has like, um, you know, new artwork and it's adorable and I'm very excited about it and it's blingy, blingy, blingy. Oh, I'm sure. The cake is super blingy. She's like, I'm here for it. I'm living for it. This is fucking great. I can't fucking wait. So, like, we went and got that. I came home. I got, like, the the person to marry us. It's, like, our friend Mike, who did Sharon and Wes's wedding. And then I got a hold of her. I mean, I'm more friends with Michelle. Well, you know, I mean, we've known him forever, and he did a great job at Wes and Sharon's wedding. I he, thought. He did a great job. He did a great job. job. He does a great job officiating. He's very funny. Yes, he's a really, he's a good time, and that's and kind I, of what I want. I really enjoy that with him, because he is playful mm-hmm. with the couples, and it's not so serious. Yes, yes, exactly. And I don't really, and that's kind of how we are. So now all I got to do is get a DJ and a photographer, and then that's it. Everything's done. I have my dress. I have everything already. So now it's like a year away, and I don't have shit to do. I mean, kind of boring. That's fine. I mean, if you're having bridesmaids, we still have that. I'm not having bridesmaids. Not yet, anyway. I thought you didn't care. I don't know. Like, part of me is like, thank God I don't have to buy a dress. But another part of me is like, damn, I look so good at Sharon's wedding. And then <laughs> another part of me is like, 
I'd have to pay more money to like do the bachelorette party and all that. I don't even want anything crazy from a bachelorette party. Now, so, I, okay, Beth kind of gave me a hard time, too, about the whole, you know, blah, blah, blah. So let me just say it real quick. So I thought because it's we both have been married before, I'm like, the idea is, is that my kids will walk down with me, his kids will walk down with him, and then it's kind of like the ceremonies, us all becoming a family. Does that make sense? Yes. It's us becoming a family that day. It's not just the two of us because really we're all kind of coming together. So that's what the vision is right now. Once I told Beth that, she was like, okay, I'm not so butthurt anymore. That's beautiful. That's fine. So she was okay with it. But I was like, you know, if anything comes up for any reason that, you know, it's not going to work out, then you guys need to be on standby. <laughs> so, But you and Beth are both getting married in 2022, <coughs> right? Oh, I don't know when she's getting married. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. She's... Right now, they want to buy a house, so they're gearing up for that. And she says once they get, you know, their house and situated, then they'll, you know, oh, figure okay. out. Yeah, because they're kind of worried about buying a house right now more than anything. Meanwhile, meanwhile Jamie's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get a second job and <laughs> fix my credit and stash the money away because I don't know if this is going to work out. And <laughs> Oh, my God. She's so silly. Um, No, I did get a second job. I know, but it's one you've been kind of wanting to get into anyway. Yes, it's a state job. Which so, is fantastic. You got so your foot in the door. I got my foot in the door. It's not exactly the state job that I wanted, but it is a state job that, you know, I got hired for, and I know a lot of people already there, and it's going to be a good time. Guess who is not going to be happy about you being there? Grayson? No. Um, what's that one that works with Sal? Uh, oh, I don't know. like your ass. Lynn, I don't think that she's not going to be, I don't think she cares because she's on a totally different shift and we don't, I think that she's just indifferent with me now. Mm. Like, I think it's just Too much time has passed, this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, I thought that'd be funny. I'd be like, is she going to give you death stares over like the lunchroom thing or something? Like, that'd be so funny. No, because she comes in after I leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's getting herself a little J-O-B. She told our boss that she's not going to leave her. I'm a, I won't leave Kathy. I won't leave Kathy because that bitch needs me as much as she's, <laughs> she as much as she's like, you're a luxury. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because if you left, if I left you. She would miss you so much. The world would fall apart. The children yeah. would starve. <laughs> like, they would door dash you into poverty. <laughs> they would door dash her into poverty. I they do it all like, the time. She gets these alerts on her phone all the time. She's like, oh my God, why are Scarlet, they doing this again? Scarlett asks, acts like she doesn't like me. But that's, a, that's a bold face fucking lie. That child likes me too. She just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> Grayson's so excited that I'm going to be working with him at the uh, Toll Plaza that he's like, we can carpool and do this and do that. And I'm like, okay. Oh, he's yeah. so funny. He's, he's such so a sweet. Boy. Um, yeah. So we, I got a new job. And. What and, happened this weekend? Okay. And she's got to tell us this story because I haven't heard it from her yet. I talked to her cousin Rachel over the weekend. So my sister, my oldest sister, is Carrie, is going to be a grandmother. So my nephew is having a baby, which makes it my great nephew, my great niece. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be a great aunt, and we're so excited and happy. And we go over to my little sister Kira's house and we do a gender reveal party. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. For those of you offended by that, a sex reveal party. Yeah, because apparently. Because apparently, you know, we can't have gender reveals parties anymore because it's offensive. 
Yes, because the baby hasn't decided what it wants its gender to be yet. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. Ah, you know what? I love my gays and my my whatever's well, like you know, my I'm whatever from trans. that spectrum. They're all so sick of that shit. Like even they, like the like our trans friends, our gay friends, all the like they're so exasperated by you people. They really are. are. It's so funny. They though. really are. So like, oh my god. Anyway, anyway, back to you. So my sister gets these fireworks. Um, the little things that shoot up in the air, like mm-hmm. the mortar. And she gives me a smoker and she gives Kira a smoker. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to light the smokers. But I thought, now, I thought she wanted me to hold the smoker. Hold it. Mm-hmm. So I hold the smoker and somebody said something and I heard go. So I light the smoker, but apparently I lit the smoker too early. And. <laughs> oh my God. And. Carrie yells at me, and apparently my dad yelled at me from the back of the crowd, but I didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. And the guy, Rob, looks at me, and he says, what are you holding that? Get rid of that. So I toss it. Oh, no. <laughs> I toss it, and I throw it into the fence, the wooden fence. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's like a road flare. And I'm, like, freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to explode in my hand. It's a road flare type thing? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like, it's gonna explode in my hand. <laughs> so I throw it. Kira yells, Oh my god, no, my fence. Chris is flipping out. He's like, Ah, Kira. everything finally comes down. Boom, boom, it's girl, pink. By the way, it's a girl. Um, <laughs> I'm well, you like, said it was gonna be a girl, but you had boy vibes, so. I had a full on heart attack. I was like, Oh my god, Kira came up to me and punched me, and she was like, Don't ever throw anything flaming at my house again. For the record, it was on the fence. B, the last time somebody started a fire in her house, it was not me, and I put it out. (laughs) Like, I'm just saying. Uh Uh-huh. I put that shit out. Right. Like, so, this was my chance. Like, I should be forgiven because I put a fire out just to start one. It's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So, um. Calm down. So, my dad comes up to me, and they're still rolling live. And he said, you listen to me when I fucking talk to you. And I was like, don't scream at me. I'm a grown up. <laughs> Everybody is banging up, losing their shit. Oh, no. Now, mind you, the wildfires last year in California were t- were absolutely started by a gender reveal party with fireworks. Oh, I know, right? But this is not the same thing. So I'm like. You're in a development. First of all, I didn't want to do fireworks. I wanted to pop a goddamn balloon. Why couldn't we just pop a balloon? I was like, so now I'm getting yelled at. But for the record, nobody can say that their fucking gender reveal party had this much fun. Oh, my God. Kylie was like, I fucking love you so much. She was like, I don't even care. She was like, it was a hot mess, and it was absolutely wonderful. She was like, I wouldn't have my gender reveal party any other way. So my dad comes up to me, and he's like, I'm sorry I yelled at you. I was like, Daddy, that's all live. Like, everybody saw you yell at me. And he was like, well, everybody also heard you yell like a four-year-old child that you're a grown-up. <laughs> I'm a grown-up! I don't you don't yell at me! I'm a grown-ass woman! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown-up, Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> I swear to God, you know, it's funny you said 
that. Like we were, we went to dinner with my parents, and it was like my one last ditch effort to be like, let us just get married. We'll go away, get married. It won't cost us anything, really. You know, we'll have a big party this summer. It was my last ditch effort trying to do that, and we we sat down at the table at the Mexican place, my favorite place, Morelia's, and I'm like. Now, you know, this is going to cost a lot of money. And she's like, we can still do it at my house. I'm like, no, we can't. Because remember, we and we went through why we can't do it there. Very good reasons why we can't <laughs> do it at her house. And um, I was like, you know, I'm like, I wanted to go to. She was like, well, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, well, I wanted to go to Jamaica and get married. And you said no. And she was like, yeah, no, you're not going to be do. You're not going to do that. No. no. And I was like, okay, so we're not going to do that. And I said, so are you planning on hooking yourself on Route 40 to help, you know, pay for this? You said thing? that to your mother? Yeah, because they think it's hilarious. You know what I mean? My mom just had a mastectomy. She just beat cancer. You know, it's this whole thing. And she's got these cute little cutlets in now. And she wears her little size Bs around. I said, what are you get a B cup for? You're a fucking C before. And she was like, well, I just want to try it out. I'm like, you need a little more. I'm like, you go get the bigger cutlets. So she's going to go get herself some bigger cutlets. But anyway, so, and then, so we're sitting at the table and they're like, well, how many people are coming? I said, well, I'm figuring between 80 and 95, but I got 100 people even on the list. And they said, so, well, what is it? And I kind of gave, like, a couple people that were, like, offshoots of family only because I figured some of the family that is coming may want them to be be there. But if they don't care, when I talk to them later, then they'll just get cut. So that's why I was thinking between 80 and 95 people will be there, more than likely to be around, like, 85. So my dad's like, don't invite them. You don't even talk to them. I'm like, yeah, but when we went to Aunt Donna's wedding, these people had to be here because Papa wanted them there. And uh, So I just wanted to include them again. And my dad's like, don't do that. And he kept like, giving me a really hard time at the goddamn dinner table. I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, I'm explaining to you if this person wants them there because it means it to them. And like my grandparents, like if it's like that, then I just want to invite them. It's not the end of the world. You shouldn't do that. And, blah, 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 blah. and this is your wedding. And blah, blah. I'm like, well, if it was my wedding, I'd be able to go to fucking Jamaica and get married. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my mom was like, no, you can't do that. Like, that was just so funny. Like, my dad was, like, really giving me this hard time. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, would you shut the fuck up? Like, this is a rough draft guest list. Nobody's been invited yet. Did it's you, a rough draft. Did you say, I'm a grown-up, daddy? I almost did because he was being such a dick about they it They fucking love it when you say that to them. My mother, that's the worst thing I can possibly say to her. You know I'm an adult, right? I'm totally gonna enroll at ARRP when it's time. Oh, you get too. mad ass discounts. I definitely want the discounts. I'm all about the discounts, right? But can we just talk real quick though about freaking Jamaica? I've been waiting for Jamaica, and now the goddamn country is on a quarantine lockdown because COVID is flying through this country. I don't like crazy. understand because they say that people who smoke weed are less likely to <laughs> get. And you would think COVID. How the fuck? Are Jamaicans getting COVID? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, you're really letting us down here. But I'm like, they're on a complete and total lockdown of their country. Their people aren't even allowed to leave their country. They're not allowed to fly out at this point. Um, and I know it's on lockdown at least until March 22nd. But what they're doing over there, they're not closing some of the resorts because the country couldn't take the loss in right. revenue. So what they were doing was trying to bring travelers to our resort that was still open I'm like, oh, fuck this shit. Because they want you to get a COVID test three days before you, before you leave, which is totally fine. But then they make you get a COVID test three days before you leave again to get back on the plane to come here. And if you don't pass, if there's anything wonky with that test, you're staying for 14 days. They won't let you leave at your own expense. 
Fuck that. And I'm like, you know what? I just give up. I was like, I've been waiting for a fucking vacation for all this time. But I'm not getting stuck in Jamaica. Right, I don't have that was, kind of money. This was last year when you were like, I'm going to Jamaica. Yeah, I mean, and I figured by then, you know, it'd be a little different. We'd be fine. But I'm like, God, I mean, it's ravaging Jamaica right now. So we canceled our trip today. Some other people are kind of waiting because we can't get our money back necessarily right, right. now. But they'll give us full credit. So I have to tell you, RIU Resort has been great. So my honeymoon is now paid for because we're going to go to Jamaica instead for my honeymoon. Right. And we're going to go down and visit my grandparents. So I'm still getting ready to go on. But I just thought, my God, that poor country. Could you imagine? Like, they're not even allowed to leave. I know. Like, I, anything I happens, on, they can't get on a plane to I go on vacation, on vacation in May. And I'm very excited about it. I get to go down to Kentucky to see um, my family there. For my cousin Candy's wedding. And mm. then the following week, I'm in Outer Banks all week. Oh, that's nice. Did you already tell your job? Yes. Oh, okay. So they already know you're going to be yes, off? Yes, I did. <laughs> and then in October, I go for a week to Vegas. So tell us about the Vegas thing because I know we're like talking too much. But you guys, we've had so much going on. We just feel like we have to talk to you about it. Y'all, political correctness is getting a little out of hand. I mean, it even hit Vegas and I'm shocked. Listen to what she's got to say. So we, as a political <laughs> Made it to the world championships of pool or whatever it is um, in Vegas. It's not like you think it is. Like, we weren't, like, the best in the world. We just are the best in the state with, like, five other teams. So, mm-hmm. it's it's just, we're just going. Mm-hmm. Um, So, our name is Hit and Hope. H-I-T and Hope. H-O-P-E. Vegas, well, St. Louis, where the APA is based. called our captain and was like, hey, your name is too dirty. It's got sexual innuendos. What? It's Vegas. And I'm like, what? It's freaking Vegas. Right. They have brothels Like, you walk down the street and people hand you cards with hookers on them. No, no, no. They're like, hooker trading cards. (laughs) Like. Hooker trading cards? Like. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think even Tops makes them, like. They're oh my god! They're like hooker train cards. Look, it's Cinnamon's rookie card. Oh anyway. my god! <laughs> so, Jesus. so we are trying to steady find a name, and that's not offensive. So I'm like, we should just put insert name here. Like that should be our name. Oh, that would. But be then funny. I'm gonna. They're gonna be like, we can't use it because of insert. Or I should be. <laughs> or just like. Lame ass name. Like I feel like that should be our name. Lame ass name because they're making us change our name that we've had for all this time, and it's bullshit because hit and hope is not dirty. No, I think it's great. That's so there's that. Oh, also people, we're gonna have to give a big birthday shout out. Oh, because Fira. last year we did not shout out my sister on her birthday, and she made me feel like shit about it. So this year, tomorrow is my sister's birthday. Apparently, she is, she's in her last years of her 30s, y'all. Shit's about to get real for her. Is she going to be 40? She's going to be 40 next year. Oh, this is so, so she's, she's going to be 39. I was going to say, 30, what? She is 39 this year. Mm. And by the way, she's still adorable. Like, she doesn't look 39 That's at all. That's because she didn't have no fucking she, kids. She looks, she looks 17 still, and yeah. she's just, like, bouncy and happy. And mm. Actually, she's not happy. But she's, like... Well, it's because of COVID. She's kind of over being, you know. Right. She's she's, she's had it. My little yeah. sister's had it. But anyway, um, it's her birthday tomorrow, and I just wanted to say happy birthday, Kira. And I hope happy birthday. Day, I hope your day is amazing and wonderful as you are. And I love you. Super do.
So. Me too. Big birthday Ditto. shout out to Kira. Done. Done, <laughs> All right. So yesterday was what? International Women's Day. Yes, it was. Mm. I, I guess. I didn't do anything for that. Was it? I think I masturbated at some point <laughs> to like, you know, because I'm a woman and hear me roar. <laughs> so. That's not your contribution. That's my I'm contribution. Women love yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Love yourself. Love yourself. And, in that really special way. But um, no, I thought it was it was interesting. So what was it? Scary Mommy is one of those. Um, yes. One yes. of those. Sometimes I like them. Other times I just want to like throw their entire website in the fire and let it catch on fire. And because it's like, I don't know, like sometimes they have like, look at her. She's like scouting the look, food. Look, I'm never hungry when I come here. But as soon as I sit down, I'm like, holy shit, I'm hungry. What a stand y'all got Because I got here. all this shit in there. There is literally, hold on, I'm counting. My office is a I'm counting. Too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And the quest bars. Oh, shit. Underneath. Underneath the thing right there. There's like 20 different food <laughs> items where I'm supposed to be podcasting and a case of Gatorade. And a ca- yeah, well, that's where Bruce's lunch. Like, I have to put stuff in here because that's how kids know to fuck off. Don't touch it. There's fruit snacks. Yeah, those are Aiden's. Did those you, are my babies. Did you get these at three in the morning? No. Did you send Bruce out like that dumb crazy bitch we talked about last week? No, no. Every every week when every weekend we have to hit the grocery store just for like minor stuff for the week. They're dinosaurs. Yes. And the baby, that's what I call him the baby, because he's little. And he's the littlest one. He goes to the grocery store and jacks me for like twenty dollars in food, like every time. And he wanted to have dinosaur snacks and he wanted to have um what was it? Macaroni and cheese cups and stuff like that. So I had to get him a thermos so we could heat up macaroni and cheese cups to put it in there. But then, like, I try to counteract that with, like, um, like I'll give him, like, applesauce and, you know, things like I'm trying to, like, give him, like, these healthy little lunches. But then he's like, I want this and I want that and I want this. Yeah. And so he wanted dinosaur snacks. I don't know. There's this. I mean, and then he has to have perp, the purple Doritos. They're, like, the sweet chili Doritos. Those are, like, his favorite. And John and my other keeps trying to eat them so he's like don't touch my purple chips that's what he calls them but it's so funny we got him started on this thing jonathan like that so he'll be like don't touch my purple chips jonathan and it's hilarious but anyway so i have to hide everything in here because my my kids will eat them by the way you know how i just screamed i'm a grown-up I'm literally eating <laughs> dinosaur oh. snacks. I'm literally Bird eating snacks. a ste- jelly ste- stegosaurus rex right now. <laughs> stegosaurus right in my mouth. Get in my bed. <laughs> so anyway, I was National Women's Day. Yeah, it was International Women's Day, and most women were just like, you know, hey, they post a little meme. They say hey to women. You know, they put a whatever, and then you move on because you know we all have to work or go to school or raise our children or whatever it is. Like we can't sit around and, right. and do shit all goddamn day long, right? But to the women who are out there doing their thing, hey, congratulations, thank you. Well, do you boo? The thing that got me was, <laughs> and what I got to do is not read comments anymore. So we got into this thing where there was like um, this one woman, and I think her name was like Sarah Rose or something, mm-hmm. and she says she was cisgendered and gender fluid, and she's on a spectrum. It was like it was a lot of things she was right. All she was all these things. She was a mixed bag. It was a little bit. It was hard for me to follow because I do try to follow because we do have friends. 
that are gay and trans mm-hmm. and um, drag queens and different things like, you know, and I'm trying to keep up with all they need because I do want to, I want to honor what they expect. But the good thing about the people that we know, they sort of tell you. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of our friends, though, are actually just really can't be bothered with any of that shit. But right. the few ones that I've had, um, like I had a friend named Melodic and, um, you know, she you know, is trans and she had pronouns. And when I saw her, I said, you know, what do you want me to call you? And she was like, you know, I go by she now or something. I was like, okay, great. You know what I mean? Perfect. I, but I was like easy enough to ask her because that's the respect I wanted to give her. But this woman was so obnoxious in this damn thread and was calling, because this other one was like, you know what? Look, if you identify as a woman and whatever scale you're on, you become a woman in that scale on that day then just include yourself. Like, nobody has to bow down and hand you a crown to put on your fucking head and call you a woman. Like, it's exhausting, like, trying to keep up with all this shit. Right. And it's like, you know, you want to cancel all these things and you don't want anybody to have anything, but yet then we're allowed to have women's, uh, International Women's Day. And it's like, oh, my God, like, are we allowed to be women anymore? Are we allowed to be women anymore? You know what I mean? It's like everybody's trying to just drown these things out. If you choose that day to feel that way, perfect, include yourself. You know what I mean? I'm not going to give you an invitation to say, hey, you're a woman. Be over here. Or be part of this club. You've decided for right. yourself already. You like, decided it's not that's like there's a you... big party either. No, there isn't like, a big party. It's Nobody a day where we're like, yeah, we're girls. Yay, girl power. That's it. Yeah, and you move on. So, like, the whole thing is, like, if that's what you feel more comfortable is and you're identifying as that and that's how you're living your life, then include your fucking self. Like, but at the same time, it's like you can't call us turfs and all this shit because... We are women and we are okay with being women. And what our pronouns are she and her or whatever. What she. is a turf? I don't know. Apparently it means like, I don't know, you're, um, I guess like, it's like some kind of anonym or, or whatever you call that thing where they're, they tell you it's like blah, 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 like you're, um, not like homophobic, but basically like, you know, exasperated well, by it all. I guess ask, we should like look it up. Let's, but, let's ask Jay. Well, Jay will tell you, but what, like, let me Jay see, what R- is a turf? I read it before and I was like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's like, it's just annoying at this point. Let me see. It's, a, oh, that's what it is. Okay. So every time we have anything that's just women or men related, it's turf because it's an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the, the term up. originally I applied. I am so over this whole thing. Like, I am over everybody getting so offended. Well, they're saying that we reject the fact that trans women are women. That's I don't feel that way. That's, so no, that's not it. No, And so, what she was saying didn't so make her a turf. If, if I were to call up my trans cousin and say, hey, because you're a trans woman, happy National Women's Day. You know what she would say to me? Hmm. Fuck you, bitch. I'm a woman. There's no need to put trans in front of it. Yeah. That's I mean, what she, she doesn't would say want to me. you to. She doesn't want you she, to like, do They that. want to identify as, as women. Who they are, period. Not trans women. Yeah. Women. But see, that's what I'm saying. Some women want you to be like, well, I'm a trans woman. And some women are like, just call me a woman because that's what I'm doing. It's, it is exhausting, okay? We can't all do what you want us to do. And basically what they're saying is for the people on that side, they call us turf. And it's kind of like calling us a cunt. Because it's oh. a slur. Oh. oh, my turf constitutes a slur now. Oh, it's like they're calling us a turf. But it is exhausting. If you want to be included, just be included. I'm exhausted by all right. this crap because I'm try- I can't run around and try and make you happy anymore. And at some point in time, people are going to get their fucking feelings hurt 
And just because I feel that way doesn't mean I have all this privilege. Because that was the other thing. And you know what was great? The woman who said she was exhausted was like a mixed woman who said she was exhausted by it all. And she kept saying, your white privilege is showing. She was doing that where it was like, she was like, I'm not even fucking white, you asshole. Like, it was so fucking yeah, funny. people suck. And so I just thought I would have to mention that. And now it's like, now Pepe Le Pew. They want to get rid of Pepe Le Pew. You know what? Nobody gives a fuck about a goddamn I don't really know if anybody does. Scums, if like, but the fact is, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, you you, you want to get rid of Dr. Seuss books, and nobody cares. And I, I actually asked somebody, I was like, who decides? Who decides what gets canceled and what doesn't get canceled? Oh, I know. I saw it. And one, some, that, one, that one person really gave a good explanation for it. They were like, it's something that they find offensive and that they are unemotionally equipped to deal with dealing with. So they'd rather get rid of it so they don't have to move on. Yeah, that was Adam. Yeah. And I thought that was a good idea because it is. It's true. It's like, you know, when I was growing up, I grew up in the trailer park. And I actually had a boyfriend's dad tell me I can't be with his son because I was from the wrong side of the tracks. This is another white guy. What? Seriously, I definitely could be couldn't be because you you were in the trailer park. I was in the fucking hood. Like, <laughs> but I mean, my hood, my trailer park backed up to your hood, right? So but, it was like, but I actually had somebody say that, and that's when we lived over in um, Taylortown, and he made him break up with me. I was so upset. It was like my 16th birthday, and he came to my birthday, and then had to leave, and his dad made it so that I couldn't see him anymore because I was from the wrong side of the tracks. Jesus. So, like, I'm not saying that that includes all the things all the time, but my family didn't have it growing up. Like, we right. were poor. Like, we really didn't have money. Like, there is, mm-hmm. our trailer had to have oil, and I remember we couldn't get oil until a certain paycheck, so we would all, like, sleep together under a bunch of blankets and yep. stuff because we would keep each other warm, and it was like, we were lucky enough to have family, but my mom didn't want to, like, reach out to them all the time. So, it was like, when it was really desperate, she'd have to reach out to them for, like, groceries because they were very, very young, just doing the best they could. Right. So it was like, I understand there is a certain level of privilege just for me being white in and of itself. But it was like, God, man, we really weren't given everything growing up. And it was hard. And people looked down on us. They really did look down on us growing up. And it was not easy. It was not easy. Like, we were on welfare. We we got food stamps, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, you had people, like, looking down on you. And, I mean, I remember one, like, one person, like, we were at the grocery store and somebody told my mom that she should, um clean my nails because my nails were dirty but I was like a tomboy and she had to run out to the grocery store or whatever it was and I was like digging in the dirt me and you were probably digging in the dirt yeah we were digging in the dirt you know picking up worms and stuff and she was like oh why don't you like have your daughter be clean or something it was just so awful and oh my god one time real quick because I know you gotta move on but (laughs) I didn't help matters but being poor I had lice Oh, God. Lice used to fucking fly around all the time, like, when I was little. Right. I had lice, like, three times a year. My mom was like, what the fuck? And you had all that hair. And I had so much. Well, I didn't have a lot of hair. Long. It was long. But it wasn't a lot. It, it's a lot now. But anyway, so my mom said one day. Well, back in the day, you could leave your kids in the car when they ran in real quick. And there used to be, like, a Rite Aid or something. Or yeah, like, there was a Rite Aid. Right there. And, um, <laughs> and my mom ran in to go get the rid or whatever it was. And when she came out, I was I was like sticking out of the car window, screaming, "I have lice! I have lice!" And I was like, "Get the fuck in the car!" <laughs> I remember, so, yeah. I remember the great outbreak of lice that year. That was fun. My I mom, my mom had three girls. Oh yeah, and Heather. Heather lived around the corner from me, and we hung out with Melissa and this girl Katrina. Uh-huh. And we would all like my mom would go over to Melissa's house and Heather's mom would bring Heather over to Melissa's house and they would sit there and comb all the nits the out of her heads. And they'd sit there and they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And 
and chit chat. It was like a lice play date for them. Oh my god, Lainey is yelling at you. What you matter? What you, what you matter? Want? She's pissed off because I ate all the brontosauruses and I didn't give her nothing. I know. She was <laughs> like, bitch, we have a routine. Oh my god. Speaking of so shit, funny. people as kids, I have this. I'm so angry about it. Are you? I am. I am because it's fucking bullshit. So this is what is wrong <laughs> the with you? Dog is yelling at Did she need to go outside or something? Yeah, yes. she needs to go potty. You go ahead while I let her out. <laughs> well, I can't talk about it if you're not here because I need your anger. <laughs> She's letting the dog out, people, because you know, Lainey Lainey waits for no one. She's probably she's probably looking at me because she's like, Aunt Jamie, I need to make eye contact with you while I poop. I know. That's why she was talking to me when she was growling, like, hey. Okay. So, we're back. <laughs> Smalljoys.tv. <clears throat> oh, that's spicy. 13-year-old boy was forced by classmates to drink a cup of urine during a sleepover. What? They made him drink a cup of urine? Yep. Oh, my God. A 13-year-old student was forced by his classmates to drink a cup of urine during a sleepover. The boy's mother, Summer Smith, Summer Smith, Ugh. is now demanding criminal charges be brought against the bullies and their parents, as it should be. I don't freaking blame them. In a press conference in front of Hager Middle School in Plano, whatever that is. Plano, Texas, I'm, uh, pretty, I'm assuming. Smith said she only found out about this disturbing incident two weeks after it happened. Smith's son, Samarian Humphrey was seen on video drinking urine as his classmates laugh in the background. The 13-year-old can be seen crying over over the bullying he experienced. Oh, my God. Which his mother claimed had been happening for two long years. The mother also expressed her annoyance with Plano Independent School District when they told her many times there's nothing they could do about it because it wasn't a school problem. Well, the school really, I mean, it didn't happen at school. How are they supposed uh-uh. to fix anything? You know, in Delaware, we have the House 54 or 45 bill that if you get in trouble out of school for things like bullying and shit like that, you get expelled from school. What? I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I love it. Of course, I think <clears throat> was bullied really, really, really bad, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess if I was on that side of things, yeah. you know, I would probably, you know, see things your way. Smith said during the press conference, I found out it happened two weeks ago prior that the video, there's a video of it, has been shared with pretty much the entire school. Poor baby. Oh, God. The school was laughing at him. Why is this not a school issue? We're passing around a video during school hours. How is that not a school issue? That's a good question. The boys on the football team, the boys are on the football team. How is that not a school issue, she continued. Samarian even informed his football coaches about the bullying that he was told, he was only told, boys will be boys. (laughs) And that no. he just needs to have tougher skin. What? I told the principal the boys befriended my child. He sought him out, Smith said. He spent several weeks with him, just the two of them, which led up to the birthday party sleepover, where it was premeditated and obvious that Samarian was only invited for pure entertainment. It kind of seemed yep. that way, yeah. I went to, that's a shit fucking person. Like, raise your kids right Yeah, that's a shit I thing to, to do. I want to also add that after it happened, he didn't know he was, he didn't know. He was asleep in the video when you can see him kind of sitting up. Oh, they waited for him to be groggy and told him, here, drink this. He was asleep. They woke him up out of his sleep and said, you've stopped breathing. You got to drink this. Smith added, how horrible. 
How horrible must you be? This is not a prank. This is beyond bullying. You were evil. They are evil. What are your thoughts on this? Let us know in the comments. My thoughts are it's absolutely illegal to force somebody to drink your urine. Even though you're in sterile. No, no, please. No, should be, that doesn't matter. They should be brought degrading. up on charges. You know what? Fucking send them kids to jail. Like, press charges. Sue the fuck out of their parents. Sue the fuck out of them. <sighs> I, uh, God, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like what we would do. Like if it was like my kid, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I would freak. Right. But if it was one of my kids doing the bullying, I would fuck that child up. Yeah, I mean, either way, on either side, I'm like, God, I just, um, I'm trying to imagine what I would do in that situation, and I don't Katie, know what I would do in that situation. Katie was so bullied, and they were so mean to her that she would come home in tears every single day. Every oh, single why? day, she would She's come home. So nice. She would come home from in tears and crying, and you know, at one point in time, she was punched by a boy on the bus, and the school did nothing about it because his parents didn't speak English and they it was a language barrier so I couldn't even like talk to the parents like they didn't even give me a sit down like these schools give zero fucks well, and they they want they want to say oh well you know there's no tolerance on bullying when parents are desperate and telling them you know we're trying to do the right thing we're trying to go through the right channels and you're not helping and they didn't <sighs> they didn't and I I will say that you know I really loved the school district that my daughter was in, and she got a exemplary education. Oh, yeah. She did do really well. They handled her bullying situation for shit. I actually went to the Boys and Girls Club, watched a girl put her hands on my daughter, and put my hands back on her. Like, I, I yoked up my daughter, and I reflexed. I slapped the shit out of a little girl. I almost went to jail. Really? Yeah, because the mom was like, what the hell? And I was like, I'm sorry. It was reflex. You know, this has been happening for the past, like, three months. And then Katie was like, look, don't beat my mom, bad at my mom. It was reflex because, you know, she's done this, 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 and this to me in school. But when I tell the teachers, they just ignore it. Mm. That little girl got her ass fucking beat right in front of me. By her mom? By her mom. She was like, you've been doing this? What makes you better than her? Like, Well, she, at least she was a good mom about she it. She was, like, offended and upset and wanted to know what the fuck her, was wrong with her kid. Like, what made her think that she was better than anybody else? This mom is sad and frustrated, and I know how she feels, and she's at the end of her rope, and she's desperate, and she's desperate for help for her child. At that point, I would just move. I would move out of state and get away from that goddamn... I mean, not that moving's not expensive, but I would get out of there, get him out of that school. I mean, I just try to think, like, what would make kids so mean like what would you know what I mean like yeah, where some, do you get an idea and, and you know they, so they're awful. like oh the parents sometimes the meanest kids come out of the nicest parents I guess so I mean because I don't know like I'm kind of an asshole and Christopher said the same I mean you weren't an asshole <laughs> in school you weren't a bully no god no. no we were friends with everybody yeah I kind of liked everybody yeah I mean I don't know I'd like <gasps> What? Speaking of, remember when we were in school and we had that one guy, Steve, Steve with the full beard, he looks there, he looks Rock. dirty? Yeah. Steve Rock. Well, I didn't want to throw out his whole government. Because I, I, I kind of wonder what happened to him. So, yesterday, or the other day when I was going to my job interview, I went down this road and I saw these kids get off the middle school bus. And one of these kids had a full fucking beard. Shut like, the hell up! He looked 25. 
And I was like, did he just get off the middle school bus? Like, full on, like, I don't I don't mean like little beard either. I mean like puffy, big beards. Jesus. I was like, holy shit. Got on his little skateboard and was going. I was like, oh my God, if Katie brought him home, I wouldn't believe he was like in middle school. I'd have been like, um, I need to meet your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, Steve was like that in high school, though. Right. We didn't have him in middle school. I don't remember Steve from middle school, so there's that. But you just said, remember how he had a beard and blah, blah, blah. In, in high school. Yeah, in high school. I, I wasn't in his... With, I, I don't think I went to school with him in middle school. Oh, my God. Can we just say how... <laughs> like, freaking... I can't think of Kardashian. I swear to God. So, Kourtney Kardashian came out and said that she's... um. Some sort of sexual thing. I forget what it was, but it basically means, it means that she likes herself more than she likes other people. Oh, so she's conceited? Apparently. It's like um not it's like asexual, asexual? or autosexual or Wow. Fuck. I forgot where it went, but I was like bagging up. I was like, how Hi. do you do something like that? I'm Kylie Jenner and I love myself. No, it's not Kylie, it's oh. Courtney. Oh Courtney Courtney? Mm-hmm. She's just trying to get some recognition. She's like, here. Me, I'm the not-so-popular Kardashian. Hey, hi. Ah, hey, I'm over here. Well, apparently she's um with one of the, somebody. Who the fuck she with? That rocker guy. Um, Rocker? Yeah, from Blink-182 or some shit. Oh, uh, God, I don't remember his name. Kira's probably screaming at this podcast when she hears it and be like, its name is this. I know. Well, I mean, of course, we also had the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry sit down. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have I have zero fucks. Really? I love the royal shit. I give zero fucks about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. I hope that Meghan Markle divorces him and he takes those children and regains his shit that he lost after his fucking bell. He should be a royal. He's Queen Diana. He's Princess Diana. Fucking son, and I think this whole thing is fucking stupid and ridiculous. And I don't believe the queen at this point. Like family is family. I don't oh, feel no. like. Do you even pay attention to any of this stuff? Because you wouldn't feel that way if you knew all the stuff that they were saying. Well, they said that. Um, I did read the part where it said um that they were worried about how dark little Archie was going to come out. Yeah, they were worried about that, and then I thought it was funny because he looks like really super white. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> not like, that dark. Well, no. Well, it was funny. Like, uh, our friend Mike put up a meme earlier. I don't know if you're friends with him or not, this this specific Mike. But he put up a thing where it was like, um, the royal family, when the royal family wonders what your baby will look like. And on the left, it was like, her holding baby Archie. He's like, super white looking. But then what the royal family thinks you're going to look like. And it was like, one of the characters from like, Wakanda. Or whatever. And it was just some funny as shit. Because I'm like, what the hell? But he said, like, um, like the members of, like, some of the royal family really treated her terrible because she's of mixed race. Like, treated her really, really, really bad. And the the, the press, like, went nuts over her. And now, like, one week before she they gave the sit-down, they said she bullied her staff when she was there. I mean, they've done a lot of calculated, she terrible did. shit. They did a lot of terrible shit to Princess Diana, too. Like, they Princess did. Diana specifically spoke about all that. They did. And it it was but, interesting. The queen is not part of that, though, apparently. No, she's he not. He said that, um, you know, he talks to his grandmom even more now than he ever did. But I think it's his father and his brother and Kate. I don't think it's his brother and Kate. But I it do, is. I do feel that there's a lot of Prince 
um, Charles's influence because he's very old school. But he's also very not old school. Like Prince Prince Charles, when he becomes king, he wants to change a lot of things. But I mean, they have lived by rules and regulations so long mm-hmm. that I feel like Harry misguided her. Like you, he should have been like, "Look, if you want to marry me, like." This is the shit you gotta deal with. This is like welcome to the shit show. I mean, maybe I haven't actually seen it. My mom taped it. We're her and I like love the royal everything. Well, but I know we ahead. had to talk about that for sure. You go ahead and watch that. Whatever. I, I have no like. I don't care how many kids Prince William and you know Kate Middleton pop out. Apparently, Pippa's pregnant. I don't care about Pippa. I do love her name though. Yeah, her name's kind of nice. Pippa. I like that. Pippa. Oh, so, okay, so she's with Travis Barker. That's who it is. Yes, that's who uh, Kourtney Kardashian is with, and apparently they're in total lust over each other. Oh, God. I don't, you know what, I don't get him, and I don't get her. I'm not understanding any of that kind of stuff, but I also think it's interesting. How are you going to come out, like, the day before some of these articles, though, and talking about how you're only into yourself, and you only want to touch yourself more than you want to touch anybody else, but then here you are with this freaking guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know him or anything, but I'm not understanding it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the two of them. It doesn't make any sense. Well, Travis Barker's a really nice guy, from what I hear. He's, he's very down to earth. And Courtney is less of the bitchy ones. I mean, I think she's kind of, like, I, she seems very stuck up to me. Like, I, when I used to watch the show, I she feel was the like, stucky-uppy one, I thought. I feel like the best one is... The other twin, there's Kylie, and who's the other? Kylie Jenner and her. She's got a twin sister. They're not twins, though. I thought they were. I think they're twins. They might not be twins. They're not twins, but they're very close in age. The youngest, Kendall. Kendall, I like Kendall. Yeah, you know why? Well, she sort of just does her thing, and she's she very does quiet. her fucking thing, and she's still successful, and she doesn't use her body or anything else. She's to get a there. model. She definitely uses her body. Yeah, but she fucking got that herself like she doesn't oh it is her own body and she didn't go and get all kinds of shit done to herself yeah so i have something interesting interesting and it's from all things interesting (laughs) so this kansas right there the title this kansas city woman avenges her little brother's death by tracking down and murdering his killer oh my god for real yes okay so it says after the shooting she texted her brother to let him know I owe him that body. So, anyway. Those who knew the six-year-old Jackson Ugwa of Kansas City, Missouri, said that he was a smart student and a talented basketball player. Tragically, he was shot and killed in yet another unsolved homicide on January 10th, 2021. Heartbroken and enraged, his 21-year-old sister, Tatiana, I don't know. Copage. You are really struggling through that right, game. Right. It's like T-I-T-Y Titty Anna. <laughs> titty Anna. Titiana? I don't know. Titiana. Anyway, uh, she set out for revenge and shot the, his suspected killer through a drive during a drive-by. Then she sent her dead brother a text message to let him know. Ooh. <laughs> I got um, him. That's what she did. I got him? Yep. Wow. I sent you to my brother. I owe him that body, the message read. According to the police documents, Cabbage knew where her brother's suspect killer, 36-year-old Keith Lars, would be that night on January 13th before following him into a parking lot, shooting him in the chest and the leg. According to Cabbage, however, it was Lars who opened fire first. She merely returned the favor. 
That's what she said. Kansas uh. City police easily tied Kovach to the murder after surveillance footage tracked her down from the drive-by in the parking lot to her home. Kovach also reportedly messaged a, a contact named Auntie before the shootout took place asking for four, uh, for forty-five caliber ammunition. She is now being held in Jackson County Jail on a $200,000 bond. Unfortunately, she's no stranger to grief and lost her younger brother and cousin to a similar shooting in 2016. Oh. Oh, so she's lost two brothers and a cousin. So she's done had it. She's over it. Oh, my God. Nine-year-old Jaden and eight-year-old Montel Ross were killed. They were eight and nine. (gasps) Were killed in their beds in a homicide case that still remains unsolved. At the time, J- Jason Awog reportedly held his little brother in his arm and watched him die. There's no explanation nor police, police investigation that had led to a single arrest in the 2016 tragedy. I oh. tried to shield you all from everything I had to witness as a kid, she wrote on Facebook after Jason's recent death. I worked hard, as, hard and long hours to keep a roof over your head, and I wanted to see you happy, finish school, and make it to the top. But somehow I still failed you. Why didn't you oh. just hear me out? Now of all, now as of, as of now, evidence regarding Keith Lahr's alleged involvement in the murder has not been publicly released. Cobbage appeared to have been floated information from locals in the community that convinced her that Lahr's guilt, mm. as it stands, only time will tell. Right. Most recently, rappers D-Baby and 42 Doug have taken interest in the revenge killing. They offered to pay 40000 to help reach her $200,000 bail. I only wanted more time with you. That's all. She wrote about her dead brother on Facebook. Tragi- tragically, cycles of violence like the one that consumed Cobbage and her family are swirling all over the United States. And Cobbage isn't the first citizen to pursue her own brand of vigilante justice. In 2016, a man who survived childhood sexual and physical assault identified three pedophiles off the public registry in order to track them down, harass them, and harass them. Um, Jason Bukovich of Alaska reported that he felt an overwhelming desire to act because of his own history of abuse. After robbing three, con- after robbing the three convicted pedophiles and attacking one with a hammer, Vukovic oh. was sentenced to 28 years in 2018. Like Ka- Lake he was garnered supporter who committed, who commented, who commended his revenge. As for her case, police will reportedly continue their investigation. While Kovich may have felt justified in her actions, she'll likely face charges nonetheless. Oh, yeah, because it's like you can't really go out and just get vigilante justice right. just because. Just go but... out there and be killing people. Oh, my God, but it's just, oh. Like, that's sad. Like, eight and not, she lost her eight-year-old and her nine-year-old brother and now her other baby brother. Like, it's terrible because poverty, breeds, poverty breeds fucking crime. And that's why they're like, oh, it's a, you know, black thing because of all these inner-city kids. No, poverty breeds crime. When people are desperate, they're desperate. Like, this woman was desperate, and she couldn't afford to get those kids out of there like she wanted to. So when she lost her brother, she lost her mind. Well, I think so, because it's like one person can only take so much loss. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like at some point, you know, grieving just doesn't do it anymore. I mean, you're going to grieve in a crazy way. And it's terrible to see that person out and about that hurt your family and yeah there, there's, no, there's justice. no justice yeah so exactly. you take justice into your own hands i think i think if anything happened to katie and that person got away with it i would probably mm. i would probably end up in jail well i mean you hear stories about that all the time ron definitely would yeah ron would be like all right i'm going to jail judy <laughs> uh, here's the key 
And you're, you're, if you ever need money, it's going to be under the floor or underneath this deck board or something. Right? Um, well, I have something interesting. Okay. So people... We're at 51, so I'm going to make it quick. But it was this... It's like the only thing I saved this week because I've been going crazy. Um, but it was Texas school scraps assignment that had girls obey any reasonable request of a male. And it's so misleading because it's actually like... <laughs> So what they basically did was they had women act like they had to do in medieval times and men had to act like, you know, men did in medieval, medieval times. And unfortunately, women were just treated kind of like property and dirt back then. Right. But they weren't really treated like dirt. Like, it's weird. It's like they went out of their way to sort of like label this thing. That's so, right. They, I thought it was really cute. They kind of did. They kind of were treated like dirt. Though. Like, for instance, if you were a girl heir to a family and you didn't marry like when you married mm-hmm. you still had no claim on that money even though it's your family's money your right. husband got that money right and if you didn't marry and your father died it went to like an oldest the oldest eldest male male heir so like right. a cousin or something like bobby joe that you ain't seen in 700 years mccoy is now <laughs> Bobby Joe McCoy running daddy's, you know, business because you're a girl, even though you know it back and forth. You know what? It still went on up until the 70s here right. in Delaware in real estate. Women were not allowed to be put on the title. So it would say Robert Smith and wife. Yep. And it wasn't even full wife. It wasn't even W-I-F-E. It was W-F. <laughs> yeah, what they couldn't what the even fuck? give them full billing. No, no, they didn't even get that. So, I mean, it went on for a really long time, but in this case, it sounded really cute. The assignment sounded really adorable, and I really hate that people came out and tried to cancel this thing because it's so the kids get to do such little shit in school now, right? And this was such a cute little assignment to kind of treat them how to be chivalrous and respect each other. And it was like some people just took it too far. So, anyway, it says a Texas school district has pulled an assignment on chivalry. That prompted widespread outrage after images of the lesson circulated online. Some parents complained about the English assignment, which included rules on how female students at shallow water high school outside Lubbock should conduct themselves around their male classmates. And it said, hear ye, hear ye, ladies. The lesson began. The ladies will demonstrate to the school how the code of chivalry and standards set in the medieval concept of courtly love carries over to the modern day. So the lesson called for them to, to dress in a feminine manner to please the men. <laughs> Don't be because showing women, off them ankles. I know, but women back then did do that. They mm-hmm. wore those corsets, their boobs would stick out the top, and they were doing certain things in order to draw on a husband. Yep. So it was different then. Anyway, so I, I actually liked it. I would love to dress in one of those little things. I don't think my gut can handle it right now. My fupa would be really angry about it, but I would be like, you know, pull me, like, you know, pull my corset back to like Aunt Bree. You have and my I popping out. would get cruci- crucified as witches if we look back in those Probably. Times. Exactly. Hey, boys, look back tits. We give zero fucks <laughs> about anybody else's opinion. <laughs> so it says, uh, and to dress all men respectfully by title with a lowered head and curtsy. Okay. It's instructed, it instructed them to never criticize a male, initiate a conversation or whine. It directed them to walk behind men or walk daintly as if their feet were bound. And they were told to cook, clean, and obey any reasonable request of a male. If not sure, if it was considered reasonable, ladies can check with their teachers. Students can continue the actions at home. Fathers and adult males may insist on following the rules into the evening, according to the assignment. Outside the classroom, ladies cannot show intellectual superiority if it would offend the men around them. Bonus points were offered by ev- for every adult signature proving they were worthy of honor by the gentleman. <laughs> 
god. I get it. I understand this. I do. Right, but, but they, all they're pointing out is the girl stuff. They're right. not pointing out the boy stuff. Right. They're they're not pointing out the fact that the boys had to bow and that yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, address you as a certain thing. They right, couldn't be alone allowed, with you. They're not allowed to touch you in a certain way. Yeah, they're like, not allowed to do any of that stuff. So I do understand it, but they're pointing out this stuff. But this was how women were treated. It was, and it was pretty shitty. But this was like a fun, lighthearted thing. So it didn't go so far. And I'm like, I kind of wish they would have let them do it because it was kind of interesting. Just to get an idea of what it was like, you know, back then to what it's like now. And then Girl. you kind of you kind of give your report about, God, that really fucking sucks. Yeah, like, canceling everything, so it does not matter. It does well, not I matter. I can understand. I, I know they, I can understand the language. They don't like the language. They don't want their daughter to feel like right. this. I do right. understand. But, but they need to understand that history is history. And people, like, I'm so over, you know, this cancel culture where they just want to cancel things. Because back in a day when, you know, things weren't the same as they are today. You know, we shouldn't, like, remove movies and books and things like that from our history because it's about that time. Right. And the kids, in and of of themselves, they wanted to do it. They thought it was so fun. And they thought it was, like, something neat to do, and they got to dress up and do And they were probably all just uh, got done binging Bridgerton. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Bridgerton, exactly. So the boys were to call girls milady and pay all their expenses when taking them out. And gentlemen had to rise when a lady walked into the room, and gentlemen should bow when greeting the lady. I thought that was cute. And, but then the, and like the kids were saying, I think she was just trying to find a different way to teach us about the topic. This one kid said, and he said, So the men in her class honestly could kind of see how it really was to be a woman in the 1300s, because this is something too important for you to just learn on paper or read from a book. Lane noted the teacher received criticism last year for the same reason, but his students, um, but the students who did not want to participate were given the permission to opt out. They didn't have to. So it was like only if you wanted to play along, you, you could. But it's unfortunate that was history. But it was like fun. And the kids wanted to do it. And then like these adults got all like butthurt and it's stuff because the they didn't like the language of it. And it's like and white, white adult too. Like fucking white people. But anyway, I thought it was really neat. And I almost kind of wish that we could do something like that. Like in school? Like, yeah, like if we oh, were in I high school. now. I was like, no. No, like in high no. school, it would have been okay. fun because it was like the boys would have to dress up and they'd like wear their little top hats and they'd have to curtsy and, you know, and some boys would be like, I want you to go do this. And we'd be like, yeah, fuck off. You know, like, no, we're not doing that for you. But it would have been fun. I think it was interesting. And I, I, I think some teachers really try hard and then, you know, we, we ruin things. So way to go. Anyway. Anyway, if you all have uh, tried to burn your family's house down recently or... <laughs> If you, um, <laughs> if you're just like, that's not funny. Or if you hunted down and vigilante murdered a murderer, <laughs> write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. You can jump in my twat box. We are, uh, I am Jamie at straightfromthenet on Twitter. And that's about all I do. Uh, Danielle will tell you about all the fun places you can hear us, though. So every Wednesday you can hear us on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. For some reason, these people thought it was a great idea to put the two of us on New York Daytime Radio. But hey, we're here. We're doing it. You love it. You're listening. We like it a lot. So if we're you're not here, local, we're loud. We're proud. <laughs> so if you are not local, you can check out all the major app stores and download the WMLD app. Or you can also hear us on Wednesdays on TuneIn Radio. And if you miss it, that's okay. They'll replay us on Saturdays at 7. And if you miss that too, it's okay. Because we're going to upload these to all our platforms on Sunday. So every Sunday you'll get a brand new episode if you miss the uh, radio station. And you're going to hear us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And a whole bunch more that we still haven't gotten to. I probably shouldn't even mention it anymore. God knows when we're ever going to find out where the hell else we're at. All those other platforms that we're on. Everywhere where you can listen. 
Yeah, anywhere else you can find us, let us know. And if you find us in somewhere else that we didn't mention here, like write us in. Okay, in the meantime, bye. Bye.